from the Hill Country in Texas, this is OneRadioNetwork.com. Well, well, very pleasant good morning to you. This is Patrick Timpone. It is 16 December. Man, it's going to be like Santa Claus time soon. December 16th, 2022. And this is OneRadioNetwork.com. If you're watching this on BitChute, welcome. A lot of people do that more and more every day. Uh, do the subscribe thing on BitChute. I don't know how that works, but I think it then alerts you every time we, we put up a new video. All of our audios are on the front page of OneRadioNetwork.com, listing in order, descending order, and goes all the way back to um, our first show with Adam Bergstrom, which was March 6th. Or, it's crazy. In 2008. Yeah. First show was with Adam Bergstrom. And then we started doing a show once a week with Andrew Goss in the real world of money and uh, did shows with him up to about three years ago when he left his body. And so those are all on the audio. This is before video. <laughs> we always talked about doing video with Andrew. He never really wanted to do it much, and so he didn't. It's before we went video, and uh, but the audio and they're just great, and you can learn so much from them. I certainly have, and uh, re-listened to quite a few of them. You know, doing the research for a screenplay, The Secret, or The Real World of Money. The Real World of Money. I get those two confused. Andrew's book was called The Secret World of Money. Yeah, it's really quite an education. So those are all there for you, along with just thousands of uh, hours of audio files on OneRadioNetwork.com and utilize our search function. Here's search function person. Put in various words and phrases and people's names, of course, to find shows that may be interesting to you. So that's the kind of lay of the land here. We're on the air every day, every weekday, but Thursday with two or three, one or two shows, sometimes three, but usually two shows, and uh, that's it. That's what we do here. We're, we're very keen on digging to the truth of things, uh, especially in the field of, you know, the, the, the big questions of who we are and why we are, where we are, all of them. You know, once we got into the cosmology truth thing, we start to cover the where we are, which is funny, before, before that we really didn't do it. We just said who we are, why we are. But now I guess we have to do who we are, why we are, where we are, and when we are. And when we are would be now. Um, I tell you, Anyway, uh, so join us if you care to uh, spin spin a little yarn with the host here on this Friday morning as we're live. You can call. I'm going to sneeze at Patrick, OneRadioNetwork.com for the email. And Almost, but no cigar. And then the telephone number is 888-663-6386. Call from anywhere and join the conversation, whatever it is that, that you want to talk about.
you know, over the last 50 years, the um, the books that have been written and the interviews that have been done and, and now even today, just massive, you know, massive amount of people um, waxing on about what the best diet is. And of course, with each passing day, we're becoming to know and understand deep in our hearts, um, there's no perfect diet for everybody. You know, carnivore people argue, yeah, it is, because they're really into carnivore stuff. But um, it's really important, and I'm not criticizing anybody, it's really important to 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 really understand how how you and I and other souls come to um, a point where we have these strong opinions about this, and and everybody does it. It's just how we we frame our. Our, our outward model called the ego or Patrick and you, your name and who, we, who you are as a person and your ideas and theories and pretty much makes up who we are on the, you know, on the physical level. And whether it be Adam Bergstrom or, or Ray Pete or, you know, anybody, just me, you and me, we uh, we come to these conclusions through trial and success, trial and error, and, and um, come to a point where we say, "Well, that was yeah, that that works, you know, that works pretty good." And then, and what often happens happens a lot is that um, people study a particular subject, I don't care what it is, um, flat earth or um, nutrition or health stuff, and and they really dig into it and utilize their own body, and and, uh, and then they, they recommend these uh, for everybody because, you know, it, worked, it works for them, and, which is great. Uh, and you can then look at them and, listen to them and get to know them somehow and you get to either say, well, it might be, you know, I might try that. Whatever it is, you know, asparagus, the great asparagus diet or whatever. Remember we, we talked at this one time with, what was his name? I don't know. About the beet and asparagus protocol. Pretty wild we did that. And then these folks go out and they really sell this thing. And then, then there was a celery one. That was a big deal for a while, remember? Um, so much so much celery juice every morning. Turned out to be, that didn't, wasn't really the best thing for, for a lot of different reasons. Who knows why? But it didn't last long, you know. These were all really fads and Um, and these these folks that do it, and we all do it. We we're not you know we're not bad controlling weird people, but we we have experiences uh, with taking something into our body, for exa- example, and you know we see good we see good results the way we look and feel and energy and whatever we're able to accomplish, you know. And then we, um, and especially in this, in this age of the internet and podcast and uh, audio and video, everybody, their sister and their brother and Uncle Charlie, uh, you know, there's a, they have a talk show now. This is the, the thing. Everybody has a talk show. And um, why not? Uh, yeah, when we started... When we started online, what, what, 2008, 
there there just wasn't a whole lot out there but but uh, we were ahead of the the curve and we've always kind of been ahead of the curve and our whole um our whole career which has been you know you know which has been a yes no maybe um as far as well it's always been yes because it's always good to be ahead of things but uh, we would you know we would get fired a lot while we're uh, out there outside the box in places where we management didn't feel like we were we were being too out of the boxy you know what I mean so we were We were fired quite a bit in our career, but we always got a better job with more money, so it was cool. You get to, you get to, you get kind of used to it in on the earth plane, in the media, because of how the whole thing is uh, very much controlled, you know. And today, you can imagine the money, the money being thrown around to have talk show people do stuff. I won't name names, but there's there's stories that go around with this, and you can actually see how people change when they go to work for somebody. You know, money's weird. Money's just money, but money makes people do weird things sometimes. Um... And this this has happened then too. Um, and we'll get to why it's so unique. And to be careful what you really buy into. Um, and then this is how all all most all religions have kind of started. You know, you have a fellow, the Guatman Buddha, and he was a spiritual teacher and seeker and did his spiritual thing and roamed the land looking for God or whatever his job was and became very spiritually evolved through his inner work. That's the only way you do it. I mean, it wasn't like Buddha was running around going to the libraries and reading about God. <laughs> he was doing inner work and going inside. And then when you go inside, um, this is where the whole world is, or the whole universe, everything is, is inside of us. Seems a little strange, but trust me when I tell you that is the way it works. That everything, everything, anywhere, anywhere, everywhere, on every plane, astral, causal, mental, spiritual, anywhere, is in here. That's where it all is. That's where everything is. Because we are, we are part of it. It is part of us. Why every spiritual practice and religion has always taught to go within because going without is just going going without is just looking you know looking at the um, at the results of creation that souls create through what they believe and what they think and and then it's a land of opposites, of course. Because it's going through the mind, which is just a, uh, a relational database, and it's all opposites, good and bad, love and hate, and pleasure and pain, and light and dark, and rich and poor, which is what the physical plane is, opposites. War and peace, and... Or, well, peace is war and war is peace. <laughs> war is peace. So when we go out there 
and try to find the answers to anything where uh, we're generally in thin ice. I mean, there's a lot of cabillions of great books, but uh, you, you never have to go read another book, as I read very few now, except uh, nonfiction to learn about story. Uh, but I've had no interest in reading somebody else's, or fiction, rather. I read the fiction about story, nonfiction about somebody else's experience with God, because what does it matter? You know, unless they're spiritual teachers or something they're writing, then that's different. But, the thing to keep in mind, in my opinion, in my experience, and everything that we talk about on these one-on-one sessions, is just my experience uh, and opinion based on my experience of my spiritual work in here, where I and uh, work with spiritual teachers, masters, to to show me around. And these masters are available in all flavors. in all genders, two genders, I guess. Um, In all levels of awareness, Um, some more expanded than others, some more knowledgeable than others. Um, And they're scattered everywhere on all the inner planes, which would be all the planes um, physical, mental, causal, the etheric plane. These are all real places that you can explore as a spiritual being, which you are, soul, the part of you that goes on when you die, which is why we like the word translate or moved on or crossed over because we don't die, of course. You and I never die. Now, that's something that really, I I don't get too far off here, so I'll lose my place, but I'll go back to, I'll just write carnivore so I know where I'm at. Have you really thought about that? That you and I, and your dog, and your cat, and the cow, never dies. They will will leave our body and, and leave it for the last time and leave it for the for the grave or the like the, the crematory or whatever we do. And then we go on. There's no doubt about this. It's not a controversial, you know, some people think it's just fade to black and that's it, but they're wrong. Sorry. At, at some point, you just have to, you know, I mean, there's certain spiritual concepts that you just know. And, um, and then there's from the fade to black and you're done to, there's a million different scenarios that happen for souls when when we leave. Because you have the entire spectrum of realities, all realities, as we say, that exist and they are as real, if you can use that term, I don't even know what the term means anymore, is it real? When people say, is it real, they, they kind of think of, uh, you know, is it here? Is it real? So, so we don't. And 
we don't die ever. And we're just going to keep on going and keep on keeping on. In my practice and experience, and uh, then in my opinion, we, uh, we work with different teachers, masters, who are there to help us. That's what they do for a living now, that they, they left their body. Some, some have not left their body and still can move around in it and are a thousand years old. A couple of the masters that I work with have had their body a thousand years. Um, so that's what they do for a living is to help anybody who's interested to figure out what the truth is and then we can learn to be co-workers with God like they are and then help other people. And that's pretty much, that's very simplistic, but that's pretty much the way it works. Just pretty much the way it works. Um, so while we're here in a body, uh, generally, we've, we've made our way um, to eating food, you know. From the beginning, we're just eating food. And we have so many different gurus and ideas teaching this or that, vegetarian, veganism, carnivore, keto, whatever. And they're all great. And they all have something to offer. But the point I was trying to make that took a long time is that each one of these people, and no criticism whatsoever, they're great. We'll talk to them more, continue to talk to them because they're fun, and it's fun to kick around ideas. But each one of these people that you hear on videos or this show and other shows, their own show, their their perspective is tied in with who they are. And as you understand more clearly, as we try to encourage you to understand that this Um, this paradigm we find ourselves in, in in the human body, spiritual being, soul, which is kind of tricky because we're not, um, we haven't quite figured out how, how to put our arms around it and to see it like we can with our body. So that's why we mostly, until we learn, we mostly think we're the body, right? Because we can see it. Me. That's why I'm, you know, my heart and my, my lungs. So, so this soul, who we are, eternal spiritual being, and then we have this thing called the mind that we work, remember things, and my back, it just, and uh, store things and file things away, and it's just a really cool software and we use it to integrate in physical reality so we can talk and actually um, actually how we create uh, what we want through the soul-mind connection. This is the, the creative process. Even though mind is not created, creative on its own, it's just a, a database, right? Kind of like a off and on computer, just a database, just like Windows 12 or 24. So it's not creative, but um, we are the creative juice behind it. So the creativity comes from us as we get connected to other people, other souls, other realities, and information comes in and we just use the mind thing to 
put it all together. So the mind's pretty cool. I mean, it's like phew, the, the most uh, crazy, amazing computer that uh, uh, no computer has ever come close or will come close. It's just, but it's not physical. It's it's all, it's not physical. It's actually a, a, on the mental plane, which is right up there near the soul plane. So it's a very fine vibrational tool and plane. And it's just energy and light and sound and And because of that, it, it's, um, it makes it a little bit difficult to live here. And I guess that's why, why we humans have done so many weird things since we've been around on the earth plane. Let me have a drink of Early on, uh, long, long ago, we were we were actually, as a species, um, we were a lot more evolved during during the Golden Age times back in Lemuria, and uh, even Atlantis, way back then. And these things existed. These places are real. Were real. Well, they still are. It's all now. But as the stories go, and I suspect most of them are accurate, I don't know for sure, but they are. Some of the ancient texts talk about it. Um, well, souls got to the point where they just got full of themselves and got carried away. And, and uh, after millions of years, thousands of years, and had to just, um, Atlantis blew up, La Maria blew up with volcanoes and earthquakes and souls reincarnated somewhere else and and the whole thing. And we, we keep doing that over and over and over again and we're still doing it, doing it today. So this, this earth plane could very well go through some real giddy-ups in the next hundred years, I don't know, who knows, and change a lot, tremendous, and and we could, we could end up on other places on the earth plane, um, or reincarnate back here, or so many possibilities, you know, anything's possible. The trick is, is that with this mind tool over the years and even more so now than we used to, which is weird uh, for most people, but there's a whole section of a huge section of people on the earth plane right now that, like you, or you wouldn't be here, that are figuring out that I don't know if I want to just keep doing the same thing. Right? Maybe you don't understand it as as well as I do because you haven't had the experiences, but at some deep level you know that the jig is up. You know, I'm not sure I'm just going to, you know, do nothing or play video games and take drugs and sex, drugs, and rock and roll and just watch TV and then die and then do this again. So you know that. You're not doing that. And there's a lot of millions and millions of people, maybe billions who are not, because they're just, they want to figure out what's going on, you know, because they're tired. And you, you just get tired. I mean, you know, you just get tired of, of uh, you begin to sense that you've done this a lot, re- reincarnated. You might have visions and 
understandings of your past life and and So, because this mind thing is so, is so right there all the time, until we understand this and really can separate our reality from the mental world, for most people, this is what their life is because they're not thinking through anything, it's just mind presents an issue, a thing, and oh yeah, that's me. They think that's who. They think that's who's doing the thinking, and um, so you say, yeah, well, so and so, so and so, or if you do this, that's why you get cancer. You know the whole rest of it. People have all these ideas, but they're just it's just mental junk that's come in that soul has agreed to, and there's nothing wrong with that, but. Um, what we talk a lot about here is to kind of separate ourselves from that and then just do what we want to do and think about what we want to do. Because remember, even the most intelligent, the Ray Peets of the world, or the Adam Bergstroms of the world, or the Tom Cowens of the world, or whatever, their reality is what they have experienced or what they believe and what they uh, have gone through uh, over 70, 80 years. I think Adam was 80 years. Me, I had my body 76 years. That That's, um, and so we talk about what our reality is and how we came to this point. And I think your job is to do the same for yourself. If you want a job, to do the same for yourself. Because at the end of the day, you could probably, I really believe this now, the more I'm seeing it, as much as I really enjoy, and I'm doing well eating butter and goat's milk, raw goat's milk and eggs, been doing a lot of eggs since uh, the raw egg guy. We'll talk about it. Um, I really think, for me, it's like the best food I've ever eaten. But I know that you could do super well, super long, super healthy, pretty much anything that you want. I know it now. Uh, because remember, every every thought and idea and feeling you have about anything is in that moment in your state of consciousness, in your reality. So if you believe and really believe that asparagus are the best foods ever, there's no way that you can eat an asparagus and it's not going to be beneficial for you. Now, you may get to the point, a state of awareness, while you're doing that, and that's the whole whole idea, to become more and more aware of the truth and not a belief. And believe me, if there is a chemical or a substance or something in asparagus that is not vibrating with who you are, which is the whole composite of who you are, not just physical reality with some test or some study, right? That doesn't really matter much because that's not who you are. That's why studies are fine, it's great, but it doesn't matter. This really harkens to the idea to dig deep and this is why we're here to learn this kind of stuff. 
this is what this is what spiritual growth is all about and um, in my opinion this is why we're going through all the cuckoo crazy land stuff and it is crazy land as you know you can just read the headlines like I do and if this isn't crazy land I don't know what is well but it's just you know it's just a game it's just a game to play and so think of it as a chess game and you get the white the white the white players and the black players yeah I'll take white you take black and then with every move there's always a counter move that comes from from some some other energy because we put out there I mean it's hilarious there's absolutely nothing uh that I can't, I can't put out there on Facebook or I do mostly on Facebook because they're pretty active on our Facebook page of, you know, the whole flat earth thing. And, you know, I just push the buttons on purpose uh, and we don't argue or anything. I just, you know, it's just hilarious, you know. And uh, I just keep doing it because I know the, I know that we're not spinning around the sun and but as sure as I am about it, there are some people, not a lot. They've kind of left. Um, but there's a few. God love them. And they're fun. And they are just absolutely, absolutely sure that we're spinning around the sun. So I'm gentle with them. And um, I really am. I'm just gentle with them. Well, show me a picture, you know. Just show me a picture. So they, you know, they send me they send me a computer-generated image. As they all are. Every one of them. Every one of them. You can tell. Because the Earth isn't round and it's not spinning around the sun and uh, it's got to be a computer-generated image. But boy... Uh, I tell you, but no, 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 that's a real, that's a real picture. So it's, it's interesting. The other day, and we're going to come back and talk about the philosophical aspects of this uh, with Dave Wise before uh, we go on a little holiday thing next week. We get more emails and response from when we have Dave Weiss on, then all kinds of people. People love it. So we give you what you want. Why don't you have Dave back on? Anyway, um, where was I going with that? I lost my place. It'll come back. Hmm. But you know, I suspect it's it's um, it's no different from anything. The germ theory, you know, anti-vaxxer, vaxxer. I don't think anti-vaxxer is a very nice term. Do you? Maybe a vaccine truther. How about vaccine truther? That'd be that'd be good. Vaccine truther. But we all like to hold on to our our reality about the way things are. Because it's just the way of the world. Hmm. Indeed. Well, it's about 14 minutes before the hour. 888 Okay, 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 Joe.
If you're interested in getting some gold and silver in your portfolio, don't you like that word, portfolio? Call my friend, uh, my friend Fred up, Fred Dashevsky, and U.S. Coin Capital, 800-878-2646. Really nice fellow. They got a small staff, but mighty staff, and they uh, are there to help you. Whatever, whatever level you want to get into. Got 500 bucks to spend, 1,000, 10,000, 50,000, go for it. And um, the way the money thing's going, I think it's going to be a good idea. As you know, we, we study that. So check out Fred's work. Uh, his website, 800-878-2646, U.S. Coin Capital, and um, we'll be happy to, he'll be happy to, to help you out. And uh, uh, he's got some specials on U.S. Coin Capital, you'll see him on the top of the page and call him up, tell him I sent you there. We're doing a little thing called Patrick in Your Pocket and it's just a coaching um, little dealie that I'm doing and I'm having fun doing it. We've done quite a few. Uh, we have a kind of a holiday special. We're doing them uh, through the end of the year um, through... Um, um, and I'll be able to do some during the holidays too. If you hear some of these podcasts and we're not live, you can just email me, Patrick at OneRadioNetwork.com and uh, just do one-on-one, mm, one-on-one video and then unlimited email support afterwards and we talk about whatever you want. So I really am a good listener, one of the best listeners I know because I can listen to myself, uh, and uh, yeah. and um, hmm. and then together we can help you come up with uh, some ideas, some techniques, uh, whatever it may be, whether it be spiritual stuff or um, dietary, health-related things, relationships, a lot of relationship things we work with. It's a tough one. Uh, people don't have somebody to really talk about. But I really get the, the boy-girl dynamic on a deep level. And uh, so I can help you there with just mostly you'll, you'll come up with the right answers, but we do it together. So if you want to do something like that, we're doing a holiday thing. It's $175 for um, an hour video and then unlimited email support, and I mean unlimited till the end of time, as long as I'm around a computer, you'll be able to email and just say, well, you know, I'm, what about this? Well, you know, I'll take the time and do it. That's part of the deal. So I think it's pretty, pretty cool. We think it's a real fair exchange of energy, dollars such as they are, and uh, I'll go back to 250 after the first of the year. So if you're interested, just email me, Patrick, one radio network.com at the end of the night the only place i want to go is back into my bedroom and the supplement i take with me is sir thrival's taboo aphrodisia it's an erotic herbal elixir made with several different aphrodisiac herbs and two key nutraceuticals it's finished off with cacao maple syrup and a little vanilla bean for a super sexy flavor and what it's designed to do is increase blood flow for both men and women come to bed baby Don't worry, we're married. I wasn't married. I wasn't married. <laughs> Broadcasting live, weekday morning, this is listener supported One Radio Network. That was Daniel Vitalis and his lovely, and uh, he's coming back on soon after first year. It's been a while. He's a, he's a wild guy. Great stuff. He has a new product um, called. Uh, black walnut uh, that I like and I try it and uh, I think it's good and it's just black walnuts and they're sustainably grown uh, black walnuts and they get them from a forest people gather them from around the world uh, pretty interesting um, and it's uh, so if you're into a you know if you want to plant protein rather than um, mukau or 
protein thing. Um, it's a good one. I think it's a, uh, I, for me, it's a lot easier choice. I never did good. I never did all that well with the whey protein. We did it for a few years. Uh, I don't know. And then there's then there's all, all kinds of different proteins, of course, brown rice protein and all kinds of cool proteins. So um, if you're into a, a plant protein, you want one, I think you'll like it. Yeah. It tastes great, and there's quite a bit of protein in there. Now, the uh, so any survival link will get you there. 888-663-6386. What's going on with you? I was looking at the headlines this morning and see if there was anything in the news that we should even mention. The news is a little weird. <laughs> a little strange. A little stranger than strange, but... Uh, we have a, a cool... A video on the front page of, of One Radio Network. Conversation with Ray Pete on Gilbert Ling's Association induction hypotheses. It's all about uh, the cells and how they really work, um, which is pretty cool. It's right on the front page. You might you might enjoy that. Oh, Ray Pete, he left us on that rascal. He did good, though. He was what? What was he? Was he 80? 85? Did he have his body 85 years? Something like that. Something like that. So he did good, boy. Um, you know, oh, I haven't seen this. Maybe we could play it. Let me see how long it is. I wonder how long it is. Oh, let's do play it. You want it? Okay, let me find this. Because um, this, this ties into Doodle, it's okay. I'm going to play it. I can do it while I'm talking. This ties into an interview we did with, um, what was his name, Morley, Richard Morley, Robert Morley, but he was from the Mary Farrell Foundation, and he was talking about the recent batch of JFK files um, that they were trying to get released, and they were released yesterday. So he he was right. He thought they were going to be released. They had sued the Biden administration to say, "Come on, you guys!" He passed a law, and Trump um, Trump bailed on it. He he didn't allow them to be released when he was in. I don't know what that's about. Um which is weird, don't you think? Trump said no. And then Biden said no. Or I think Obama said no. No, we're not going to release him. And then Trump said no. We're not going to release him. And then... And then I think... Oh, then I think Biden bailed the last time. He had one chance. No? Yeah, I think he did. It was coming up for review again early on in Biden, and he said no. Now this time, they got sued by a bunch of folks saying you got to do it because you guys passed a law saying you got to do it. I read some of the files. Um, let me get rid of this ad. Um, I read some of them yesterday. I went on the website, but... Um, Pretty tricky stuff. Um, but evidently, this is only about a five-minute clip. I just saw this. Evidently, Tucker Carlson, they dug into it, and the CIA was involved, as um, um, many people have conjectured. 
And that's Spooky with Kelly and the President. And uh, as Oliver Stone conjectured, he alluded to in his movie JFK. But uh, let's listen to this and watch it. Good evening and welcome to Tucker Carlson tonight. So not long after Jack Ruby shot Lee Harvey Oswald on camera in the basement of Dallas Police Headquarters, a lot of Americans started to have some questions about the Kennedy assassination. It was, you'd have to admit, a pretty extraordinary sequence of events. A lone gunman murders the President of the United States, and then, less than 48 hours later, that lone gunman is himself murdered by another lone gunman. What are the odds of that? It's one thing if you get struck by lightning, rare but possible. But if every member of your family also gets struck by lightning all on different days, you might begin to suspect these are not entirely natural events. But oh, replied the US government, they are. This bizarre chain of killings was all entirely natural. So less than a year after the JFK assassination, the Johnson White House released something called the Warren Commission Report. And the report concluded that while their motives remained unclear, both Lee Oswald and Jack Ruby had acted alone. No one helped them. There was no conspiracy of any kind. Case closed. Time to move on. And many, many Americans did move on. At the time, they had no idea how shoddy and corrupt the Warren Commission was. It would be nearly 50 years before the CIA admitted under duress that in fact it had withheld information from investigators about its relationship with Lee Harvey Oswald. But even then, at the time, before that was known, the government's explanation didn't seem entirely plausible, and some people started asking obvious questions about it. It was at that point, as Americans started to doubt the official story, that the term conspiracy theory entered our lexicon. As Professor Lance DeHaven-Smith points out in his book on the subject, the term conspiracy theory did not exist as a phrase in everyday American conversation before 1964. In 1964, the year the Warren Commission issued its report, the New York Times published five stories in which conspiracy theory appeared. Now today, of course, the term conspiracy theory appears in pretty much every New York Times story about American politics. It's wielded, now as then, as a weapon against anyone who asks questions the government doesn't feel like answering. But despite 60 years of name calling, those questions have not disappeared. In fact, they have multiplied with time. And here's one of them. In April of 1964, a psychiatrist called Louis Joylin West visited Jack Ruby in his isolation cell in a Dallas jail. According to West's written assessment, he found that Jack Ruby was, quote, technically insane and in need of immediate psychiatric hospitalization. Those are conclusions that, puzzlingly, no one who had spoken to Jack Ruby previously had reached. Ruby had seemed perfectly sane to the people who knew him. Louis Joylin West pronounced him crazy. But what, what West did not say was that he was working for the CIA at the time. Louis Joylin West was a contract psychiatrist for the spy agency. He was also an expert on mind control and a prominent player in the now infamous MKUltra program in which the CIA gave powerful psychiatric drugs to Americans without their knowledge. So of all the psychiatrists in the world, what in the world was this guy doing in Jack Ruby's prison cell? The media did not seem interested in finding out. In fact, the New York Times, in an extensive 1999 obituary of West, never mentioned the fact that he had worked for the CIA, much less his time in Jack Ruby's cell, which seems relevant. So you can see why non-crazy people would wonder about what really happened. And of course, many have wondered. In 1976, long forgotten, the House of Representatives impaneled a special committee to reinvestigate the JFK assassination. Their bipartisan conclusion? Jack Kennedy was almost certainly murdered as the result of a conspiracy. But the question is, a conspiracy by whom? Well, the obvious suspect would be the CIA. Why else would the agency withhold critical evidence from investigators? Is there a benign explanation for that, for maintaining this level of secrecy for this many years? Not that we're aware of. And it is illegal. In 1992, Congress passed the President John F. Kennedy Assassination Records Collection Act, that act mandated full disclosure of all documents by 2017, 54 years after JFK was killed. The last administration promised to comply fully with that law, but under intense pressure from CIA Director Mike Pompeo, withheld in the end thousands of pages of CIA documents. Today, this afternoon, the Biden administration did exactly the same thing. That would be thousands of pages of documents 
after nearly 60 years, after the death of every single person involved, but we still can't see them. Clearly, it's not to protect any person. They're all dead. It's to protect an institution. But why? Well, today we decided to find out. We spoke to someone who had access to these still hidden CIA documents, a person who was deeply familiar with what they contain. We asked this person directly, did the CIA have a hand in the murder of John F. Kennedy, an American president? And here's the reply we received verbatim, quote, the answer is yes. I believe they were involved. It's a whole different country from what we thought it was. It's all fake. It's hard to imagine a more jarring response than that. Again, this is not a, quote, conspiracy theorist that we spoke to, not even close. This is someone with direct knowledge of the information that once again is being withheld from the American public. And the answer we received was unequivocal. Yes, the CIA was involved in the assassination of the president. Now, some people will not be surprised to hear that. They suspected it all along. But no matter how you feel about or what you thought about the Kennedy assassination, pause to consider what this means. It means that within the U.S. government, there are forces wholly beyond democratic control. These forces are more powerful than the elected officials that supposedly oversee them. These forces can affect election outcomes. They can even hide their complicity in the murder of an American president. In other words, they can do pretty much anything they want. They constitute a government within a government, mocking by their very existence the idea of democracy. As cynical as we have become after 30 years of watching government officials ignore the voters who employ them, we were shocked to learn this. It's not acceptable. Americans have trusted their government less with every passing year since the killing of John F. Kennedy. Maybe this is why. And people have known this for a long time. The people who knew would include every director of the CIA since November of 1963. And that list would include Obama's CIA director, John Brennan, one of the most sinister and dishonest figures in American life. That list would also include, we are sad to say, our friend Mike Pompeo, who ran the CIA in the last administration. Mike Pompeo knew this. We asked Pompeo to join us tonight, and though he rarely turns down a televised interview, he refused to come. We hope he will reconsider. Subscribe to the Fox News YouTube channel to catch our nightly opens. Okay, so again, I kind of messed up and I was misinformed. So I read several stories yesterday um, that was praising the, uh, and I jumped to a conclusion, so I apologize, praising uh, the records that were released yesterday, December 15, on the CIA and Kennedy, but it turns out, as I was, I should have done this before, and I, I was just naive in believing that they really did what, what this uh, Morley fellow who we had on from the Mary Farrell Foundation they didn't do it. They only released some, a bunch of nonsense, and withheld thousands. Sorry. So, I blew that one. So, so the, the game continues. Uh, Biden's in on the deal, too. Um, I don't know why. I suspect he wouldn't be, you know, the globalist control. So, I'm glad we played that. So, I cleared that one up for myself and you. So, they did release a bunch, and I... You know, I went through uh, maybe 30 or 40 of them. I mean, it was a lot. And I, it, it, they were all just nothingness. You know, everyone I read was, who cares? Just they interviewed somebody about nothing. And so evidently there's thousands, thousands, according to even mainstream media, you can just Google did... Um, did you can just Google, did, did um, whatever Biden, did, did President Biden release to the JFK files? So they just cherry-picked what they wanted and released some. And really something, huh? Yeah, I don't think there's any doubt, you know. <clears throat> so... Doesn't it seem weird, though, that we have this organization which is a pseudo-government organization that everybody and their brother and sister knows that they were involved with killing a president. 
and starting wars. Um, I mean, and that's all, whatever, Iran-Contra, you know, overthrowing governments in Iraq, the uh, weapons of mass destruction, the CIA thing there. Doesn't seem weird <laughs> that we're using taxpayer money to fund people that um, do what they do? Well, that's pretty dysfunctional, isn't it? Uh, so, what can you say? Here we are. Yeah. Central America, you go way back, they've been, we're in almost every, uh, we interviewed Confessions of an Economic Hitman guy years ago. He used to work in the whole CIA um, cocaine thing with Clinton in Mean, Arkansas, uh, American Made. I think it's a, it's a great movie, Tom Cruise. Um, it's just, everybody knows it. Thousands of, well, thousands of books written about it. And so they just have their little organization, big organization. They get to do whatever they want. And um, um, all of the, the presidents that come in, um, I don't suspect you get in, I don't care who you are, and you guess you agree uh, to what they what they want. Yeah, one Trump didn't let out the. He's no different. So here we are. How do you deal with that as a as an American living in in a in a country as you know communist, fascist, um, globalist country? You do what we do. You stay home and take care of your family. That's what we talk about here. Take care of your kids. Eat good food. Find a person to be with. Get married. Have babies. Or just have babies. You don't have to get married. If you don't and uh, rock and roll and just do, do your thing. And we'll be fine. Yeah, I, I think these people, for what it's worth, much as my take, I don't know, um, these globali crazies, they're going to just go for the low-hanging low fruit. You know what I mean? They got millions of wokies, people that are all woked up and believe everything in the news, um, and uh, who took the injection, they're killing themselves, and going to do the central bank digital currencies and they're going to do the whole thing and they're just going to go after them and get them and there's millions of us who aren't going to be involved and you know <clears throat> we're not going to take up arms and go after them because we're not those kinds of people we're just not going to do it we're just going to stay out of their lives let them do what they want to do and they don't care about us Hmm. But wouldn't you lo love to know, just for fun, how much uh, the CIA is involved in uh, this whole Ukraine thing? Can only imagine. Only imagine. What a tripperoonie, huh? we find ourselves in. Got this thing going on in my back. From uh, Linda, 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 Bo, Linda, Banana, Manifo, Linda. She lives in Arkansas. Oh, we were just talking about me in Arkansas. I've been following your carnivore journey and I found these people quite interesting and 
they look good and you look good for your age. Well, you know, I, you know me, I don't do the age thing, but thank you. Um, so I'm wondering, she says, how do I start? I mean, just a little bit at a time. I know that's what you're probably going to say, but Yeah, I mean, I would just, uh, it's, it's a good question. I would just add, if you want to see how more animal-based food works for you, is just um, start doing more, right? Doing more and doing less carbs, especially the carbs. Start cutting down on those bad boys and and see how you feel. Now, you have to be careful uh, on the at the beginning, because you'll get your body will your body will do a lot of weird things and maybe feel some fun stuff um, that maybe see because carbohydrates, in my opinion, my ex, my experience because of the uh, oh the lectins and leptins and whatever the sugar that they produce. And there, it is a sugar thing, for sure. Uh, they're very addictive. They are for me. I, I, when I, um, so maybe they are. They're addictive, I think. And so, when you get off of a, an addictive, my ear, when you get off of a, an addictive thing, it's um, well, it's it's a drug, really. Now I, you know, I do sugar. I do some sugar. Actually, doing a little bit more sugar of late. Um, my body does good with a little bit of sugar. My body does better with just a little bit of sugar than no sugar. As uh, Ray Pete and Adam are kind of sugar guys. I do um, what do you call it? Coconut, coconut sugar. It's kind of a dark thing. Very, very nice and. But if I do raw goat's milk at night, uh, Ray Pete used to recommend it. He said, put a little sugar in the milk and it'll help uh, help your body settle down, which is really interesting because we think of sugar as being, um, um, what, you know, hyperactive and kids and Halloween and candy. But, uh, and even Adam, Adam suggests that um, sugar will help you build muscles as well. Adam, if you're listening this morning, could you, um, elucidate on that a little bit of sugar and muscles and I'm in muscle building stage doing our X3 um, so I've been doing a little bit in uh, my goat's milk 